One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So yeah, someone must have hit me yeah, on the DM the other day and was like, they wanted to send me some shit that looked good, yeah? But I can't lie, bro. Because at first I was like, oh, you, usually I'll send it to the studio, innit? Yeah. But then, like, occasionally, see, like, when it's super certified, then I'll just give them my home address, innit? Yeah. But I'm reluctant to do that, really. But anyway, so when this thing came up now, I was thinking to myself, you know what? Well, I'm going to give them the home address and that, and then they can send it to my yard. But then when I was when I was deep diving on the page a little bit, yeah, I thought, nah, man, these man probably trying to set man up, brother. I'm not even trying to... Next minute, nah, man's come with the delivery, and there's 10 men outside my yard. <laughs> no, it's true, it's true, it's true. You gotta be careful with that. Just Bro, you gotta be careful that. with these lot, man. You gotta what be was careful. It for? What was it for? Um, I, I, I don't want to say because I don't want to because it's it's something so it's something so. Good. If I say it, then obviously man will just know it's ten minutes. Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Do you get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not oh, like okay, I say, yeah. oh, it's like a hat company or it's like yeah, a yeah, 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 t-shirt yeah. thing or like it's something so. Random yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. and niche. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? I can't just. Yeah. What are you saying though? How are you, man? Well, I'm alive. I'm alive, still alive. <sighs> I'm over this now, ain't it? Huh? I'm over this. I want it done. You hear me? So I'm coming back to the. We're coming back to the studio soon, bro. Bro, this is. We can. Bro, we, we got big rooms. We got bare rooms as well. So in reality, man, I could social distance and do half cost properly whenever you're ready. That's true. Yeah, I feel like you don't. You sit miles away from where I sit anyway. Yeah, I sit you miles sit like away. Five from... meters away from me. Yeah, technically, it's two meters from like Poet, where Poet sits. And say you sat on the other seat over there behind yeah. you. Yeah. That's like easy. two meters away. Easy, easy, easy. Man's coming back in there, bro. Like, yeah, fucking man did, come... like, we did something today, not in here, in the in the in the other thing for JD. You just kept two meters between them and it is what it is, isn't it? It is what it is, but People have been going back. Boris said that people could go back to work in that anyway, innit? And if you can't work from home. Bro, even that, it was super vague. It was super... Hold on, let me show you this, actually, that someone sent me. And it made me bust up because it was so perfectly... Oh, let's see. I'll show you the screen first. Can you see it? Yeah, send it to Callum as well, yeah? Or send it to me. I can't see. I call like a scene. Why don't it's Boris? It's Boris on the on the front cover of Vogue, but it's called Vague instead. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
and it's just all all the headlines. You uh, maybe go to work, visit family, but only if there's one. Unless there's more. Go outside, uh, but stay. <laughs> do you know what? I saw a sick one as well. Actually, I gotta do this. Hold on one second. I say go outside, but stay inside as much as possible. Yeah. He's, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's like he was on a super vague one. I can't like hold on one second. Schools can open, but only if they can. <laughs> like it's just like. <laughs> right, here's one. Listen. So we are saying, don't go to work. Go to work. Yeah. Don't take public transport. Go to work. Don't go to work. Stay indoors. <laughs> if you can work from home, go to work. Don't go to work. Go outside. Don't go outside. And uh, and then we will or won't uh, do something or other. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I think obviously the the message obviously is still to just be as safe as possible in that. Yeah. And obviously the the the, the um the infection rates going down and stuff too, which yep. is positive. Um, but yeah, it's mad. It's like literally the the sun's outside beating. Bro. The sun outside is beating, and it's hard for people to just not um yeah to to do stuff. I bought a bike. You know that. I've got a gym in one of the studios, basically. For real? I've got, I've got punch bags, weight bench, dumbbells. Are you TRX. jogging in that as well? Are you jogging on road? No, nah, I bat my knee. I finished my knee. Finished my knee. My knee like two weeks ago. I'll be out for six weeks. So I can I can do stuff like that doesn't require too much mobility. But at the moment, I'm struggling to even walk upstairs. Probably for the next few oh, weeks, man. man. Oh, the knee is the worst. But that's why I ended oh. up buying a bike. Because see the jogging on street thing? Obviously, I had surgery on my knee anyway. So I've yeah. got that. I've already talked about the mental barrier in my mind where it's like, yeah. I can't. So, um, so, yeah. like, And then so jogging on hard concrete and that is not going to work for me. But the bike thing, I can't even lie. Bikes are perfect for bad knees. Perfect. Oh, it is absolutely sensational. I've been... Listen, since I got this bike here, I've been on road yeah, not like yeah. that but like do you get what i'm saying like you're just riding just everywhere i'm seeing everywhere people just doing and uh, you don't n- people don't realize how much distance you can pick up on a bike people are doing tours of london basically like i know someone that's doing um like doing ones where they just go to football stadiums yeah yeah, so yeah, they'll yeah, be like, yeah actually i'm gonna drive from here to uh to tottenham's ground and then they're gonna go to flipping crystal palace's ground and that's it, sick they idea, can do still. it fast they do it fast they just do tours of like Cause they're missing football. Sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a sick idea. Still. Yeah. I've been on the like, I just been just going around in different areas or whatever. And then like the other day, I noticed I must have did like twenty seven k or some shit like that. Yeah. Shit, but man. then I see someone on the gram. They must have went from fucking what was it near Ealing all the way to like Canary Wolf and back. Yeah. I said what? Yeah. I can't have you out there doing that on your one. Yeah, you got you're gonna do a madness. You're gonna have to go Brighton. Yeah, what? That's it. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, Bournemouth, London to Brighton. Yeah, strong. Couple, couple and come back. Bournemouth today still. Huh? Today was today was the day for Bournemouth. Listen, I'm not a fan of how Corona has decided to come and cause trouble in these months. Okay, I'm not fond of it. This is what I'm saying. Like, obviously, we don't get to choose when Corona comes, but if we <laughs> could, we would have probably done. We would have gone from September. Okay, why? Just so that it kind of like at months where we start to stay inside a bit more anyway. I hear that. And it's not sunny and all of that. Yeah. And now 
we'd probably be on the back end of it and we'll be fine coming out of it of the other side and we'll yeah, come yeah, off summer. Yeah, yeah. But this is the you know what it is? Going into twenty twenty, it just seemed like a good it's a lovely number, twenty twenty. Yeah. So it just seemed like twenty twenty was gonna be a definitive year for a lot of things and a lot of people. And it boy is it listen, it has absolutely smashed people's <laughs> ideas and shit to bits, bro. Like, do you know how much people I know? Do you know how much people I know, yeah, who like had the smart idea to leave to leave work <gasps> that that you know what yeah. I mean, that steady peas, yeah? Yeah. To go into the next thing. Only now, next week now, lockdown's happened and that's it. So the steady P's gone now. Oh, mate. It's mental. Imagine everyone who left work. Oh, oh my God. But you know what though? Where we've, honestly, bro, like on a serious one, we have to give thanks. And the reason why we have to give thanks here is because, see like the, like entertainment, I shouldn't say the full entertainment industry, but see like content creators yes. like us that you know stuff doing stuff for like companies that you do um chelsea jd i do jd yeah. as well we do this and stuff like we have still been able to get work done in this yes. period of time so we yeah, have yeah, yeah. still and you know what i noticed as well is that like what happened was everyone panicked all of the yeah. companies in that panicked all of the brands panicked everyone panicked yeah and then after the panic everyone adapt adapted yes or started looking yeah. at ways to adapt yeah yeah, exactly. and then now, then obviously, as we we're finding ways to adapt, you get what I'm saying. Work could run, and things could happen, yeah. and like for that, ah, oh, bro, I'll be honest with you, man. Like just the other day, I was saying to my bread, I was saying to my good friend yesterday, yeah, or the day before yesterday, like I had made the conscious decision the last three years, more so, to go in more of a direction of doing stuff like this and using my personality, yeah, yeah. And had I not have decided to do that and just had the DJ and stuff as my only thing, honestly, blood, I feel I'd have been fucked. Yeah, of course, because I'd have been have, fucked. I would have zero income. Like even me, fuck, I must be down to ten percent less than that in terms of income of what I would normally make. Like it's just anyone who's self-employed, anyone who owns stuff and is has property and stuff like that, they'll everyone's gonna have a big dip in income for now and just. We just have to hope we come out the other side and it's yeah, we will, it's man. okay. We'll be all right. But you know what, though? Even on the fucking the live music side of things, that's the thing that's coming back last. Yes. Do you get what I'm saying? The yep. DJ thing, I guess obviously there'll be ways to adapt on that. Yeah. I, like they're going to open up certain bars with only a certain capacity and all of these yep. type of things. Certain we, people are going to have to take certain pay cuts and all of that stuff. Yeah. But at least you're able to go out and... Work like make some money and is, also yeah. do what you're what some people are passionate about a lot of people ain't really passionate about this thing but um but the that side of thing is coming back last like proper yeah. raves and concerts and shit that is the last thing once well, that I'm comes back I, we I know that we huh go on what do you reckon it will be in terms of i think they're gonna have to draw the line based on numbers so for example we know live sports won't be here for a little while, but that's 60,000 people often in the same place at the same time, close proximity. Whereas a rave, for example, a lot of times it's 200 people. So I wonder where they draw the line and what's allowed, what's dangerous, what's too many people, what's... They, I don't know. Like, I'm not... I reckon it I will mean, be... I reckon it will start as, like, it will be capped, innit? I reckon 
you know, so they'll say, yeah, like they were saying in July and that, like certain bars and stuff with a capacity of 100 and that will be calm. And then I reckon they'll probably go to like 500 yeah. and then 1,000. Yeah. And then, and then obviously, and just see what the response is. See that what the slowly, response is yeah. That way. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. I mean, I've read something the other day that said coronavirus, uh, London could be coronavirus free, in before June, two weeks time, ten days time almost. Yeah, um, because the numbers are beginning to do that specifically in London. I think I had a a, a rate of R of like a zero point four or something like that. I'm not sure. Because these figures seem to change all the time. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. They definitely said London could be corona-free in the next couple of weeks. What do you reckon the, like, the, the rave and party scene is going to look like once it kind of is fully laxed? Do you reckon there's going to be like a, like a, a big spurse of... Do you, just... mean on, do you mean on that first week when we're off, everything yeah. is all... Yeah, gold? like, you know, like that... You remember, okay, you ever remembered back in the day, yeah, where, like, when, um, like, I beat the walk, um, I Napa, yeah? Yeah. Right, I Napa was the thing in that, yeah? I never actually went when it was booming. Never like, did. I, you know, I've never been but, to any of these rave kind of islands. Oh, I, do you know what? I'll tell you about one in a bit still. <laughs> but listen, yeah, bro, like, what I knew is the first week in July was, like, thriving. Yeah. Prior to that is like obviously people are coming in whatever, but the first week in July and also like the first week in in August. That's the same with IB for now. See, like yeah. the first week in August, bro, you can't get a flight to go there. If you get in a flight, it's peas. The hotels are super expensive and that. I wonder if it will be a little bit like that in London, like, like or even not London, but Birmingham, Manchester. Like I don't know. I don't places. know. Simply because, yeah, I think because everyone's all the business owners, all the club owners, all the events companies they would have lost so much money having had no events yeah i don't think they'll bump up their prices on raves and on tickets knowing that it's entire industries that have lost x amount of money so the chances of i don't think there'll be people clucking to go to a rave so much that they're willing to pay 100 pound on a door like it's oh, my fuck that this is what i'm saying so i think they'll lift it and i have a feeling it'll be slower than people think because there's still a lot of people that are um that are i don't want to say scared but uh like are gonna be more careful than others and wait for everyone who everyone who's coming out first because i'll be out first day they say out i'm out yeah but sure. other people are gonna look at me use me as the guinea pig <laughs> yeah like, let's just see what happens over there with all yeah. these like that's raving from yeah, now yeah, yeah yeah and see what happens to them and then once it looks safe and it looks like we're back to a state of normality i'm sure do you know it's funny that you say about the guinea pig, yeah? Because I know a, bro a brother who said um, he went to go and, like, check, you know, a girl that he's, like, super close with or whatever, yeah? They got a thing and whatnot now, yeah? And he's telling me they were just seeing each other at a distance, innit? But she's had the thing, innit? She's had the corona and that, yeah? Yeah. So, but he's gone and seen her on a social distance kind of vibe, yeah? Yeah. Anyway, like, obviously, he wants to go in there and... But he yeah. can't, innit? Because of when she's had it or whatnot. But she's, the next couple of days, she's going to see her parents. So he was kind of on the vibe of, listen, go and check your parents, yeah? And, then and providing no one gets licked down, then I'll come and check you afterwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, as it, look, let's, we I'm, not real, yeah, like, I'm not even mad at that. I'm not even mad at that. No, I never, I can, everyone can do the kind of, the, the media thing. And I can sit here and say, yeah, I've made sure I've stayed two meters away from absolutely everybody in the world, apart from the people in my household. 
Everyone yeah. knows I'm chatting shit when I say that anyway. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I kind of can't be bothered to always say that I'm always two metres away from everyone all the time. Yeah. And as and as time goes on, um, people are becoming more and more relaxed. I've noticed it even over the last week. Yeah. That people... Maybe it's just a West London thing as well, but no one seems to be following the rules over here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's certain parts of London as well, man. But yeah, I said and, before, and like, Halsden ain't been doing that from, from the get-go. Yeah. I heard flipping Brixton and them, like, them type of areas. Man, ain't... They're just it's not just doing a, it. They're, yeah, just not, they're exactly. just not on it. it they're just a, not even on it. the thing is, it. yeah, it's, like, you can do it for 23 hours of the day for a lot of people, but sometimes... You see your bridge and you're just like, ah. Oh. Even like, you see like everyone's doing the elbow thing right now. Everyone's just bucking up. You're inside two meters, brother. Like, yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, let's just... And, man, let's and listen, right. man ain't washing their elbow like that. I lie. Yeah. Not man ain't washing... Man, yeah. I don't look to my elbow and think... Uh, you look at your elbow, you want to cream your elbow. You don't yes. look at your elbow and think, I'm always going to wash that no, elbow and no. make sure it's, no. it's sanitized. Like, you know what? I've know. washed... Obviously, I've washed my elbow in that. But like, I've never consciously washed my elbow. No, you consciously cream your elbow. Yes. That's, That's what you do. You don't consciously, like, wash your elbow. Your elbow, no. Yeah, it's not Yeah, it's not one of the the, the things, is it? You don't do it really like but that. But I, I noticed that you stuck to not getting a trim in that yet still. You're still with me. Yeah, no, we're, we're, still, one yeah. we're one of the few. We're one of the few still every, done it. Listen, everyone's gone back and got trims. Everyone's, everyone can, can kind of not pretend that they're, that they're living like two meters away from everyone. But at some point, pretty much everyone would have broken the rules and done something and gone inside two meters of someone somewhere. It is what it is. I've, humans, I've, I've, I've it? actually really felt sorry for barbers as well, though. Like when this yeah. happened as well. Cause, yeah, like, 100%. They're, they're also like the, the last batch to yep. get back into <laughs> normality because they're having to deal with like just yep. people's hair. And, and, and every, everyone who's in the beauty kind mm. of that world anyone who's a like well, can't get no toes done yeah exactly you can't do or well, listen like it's just one of those things where these are things that are like necessary mandatory for us yeah. we must get trims girls must get nails or hair done or whatever it is yeah so we we want things to heal up and fix themselves as fast as possible so we can just I need a trim, man. So what, you never been to, you what? See, like, where was the first Mandem holiday? Where did you go? Mandem? Yeah, like, see, like, because we just talked about Ayanapa quickly, yeah? You said you ain't yeah. ever been to any of them islands and that. Dude, that's honest, usually, yeah, Mandem... that's usually, like, the first, like, the first Mandem. Nah, man, do you know what, yeah? I've not done it with the Mandem, so, like, obviously, man's gone Thailand with, the, with man, I've gone Miami, um, but, in terms of the rave islands, I should really be going, but every time, like, it's like a, not a last minute thing, but these are like, oh, I'm going tomorrow, or I'm going next week. And where man's got two kids, I kind of have to, like, try and yeah. maneuver some things, at least try and yeah. shape them up and, like, just pattern it up so that otherwise I'll just leave every time Els goes there to perform. Yeah. Like, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. Well, well I've got hey, these two it's a, Like, it's it's past it now because obviously man are big man and that and like yeah, some well some of them like some of them party islands are like super young and that now still but like I never went I never went to Ayanapa when it was like the thing and yeah. I never went to I, obviously I went to Ibiza and that a bunch of times but the first man them holiday I went to was um, Malia 
Yeah, I went to Malia. But I went to, um, what was it? Was it Magaluf? And I went with Angel. Yeah, mm-hmm. where he was performing, yeah. Bro, let me tell you something, yeah. You see when we touched down in that place? It was almost like we got we touched down at a fucking open brothel. I'm hearing bare sex. When I got there, bare sex I'm hearing. Bare, just a whole bro, load of dick slinging. Shagaloof, bro. What? I couldn't Shagaloof. believe it. Listen, how, we ain't even got to the hotel yet. This someone's in there lenging. Got to the next bit, someone else is in there lenging. And then obviously, you know, like, like... I don't obviously I don't want to do this, but you know, like certain white men love to walk, run up and down the place naked. naked. And that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Fam, yeah. I saw a bare naked man running up and down yeah. the place all over. Like he, yeah. it was almost like literally. Yeah, there was one don. He's come out and obviously he's drunk. Yeah, so like, I don't know. It's about half eleven, twelve o'clock in the day. Yeah, he's drunk. He's come out. He's naked and he's run off somewhere else. And it's almost like he's run off to go and leng. Like he's gone that naked. Yeah. He's yeah. lenged. He's lenged and, and, he's, and gone he's gone to go and leng again. Bro, those holidays would t- make me tired. Like I'm a I'm a guy that even when I was young, yeah, that I can't just drink at night and then drink in the morning and then oh. drink during the day. I'm the guy if I start drinking too early, I am not raving. Tonight. I'm done. I'm finished. I'm done. Listen, I don't know how these lot can do it. Let me tell you something. If I if I yeah if I start drinking at one, come six o'clock, you can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> you can't oh, see I'm, me. Bro, if I'm if I'm day drinking, I need a couple of D's minimum <laughs> and a nap between yes. six and nine. Yes. I need a nap between six and nine in order to reactivate. And big, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not a good drunk sex don either. I fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you draw, listen, let me tell you something. If I go out and you draw me <laughs> and I'm drunk <laughs> and I'm drunk, I'm coming back. But yeah, yeah, but I've fallen asleep. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, fallen yeah, asleep. Yeah. I've come there with the right intentions. The thing is, yeah, I very rarely. Nah, it's bullshit. Um, nah, I do get drunk. On. I do get waved. Now I was gonna say I very rarely get waved, waved, waved. Nah, but nah, I've I, seen I you always, waved I always get waved, waved, waved. Yeah, I'm a binge drinker. I'm a yeah. hundred percent. Uh, I don't drink alcohol. I only drink alcohol to get absolutely frass. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm once I'm frass, but I can operate frass. Yeah, so I, I'm not a bad, I'm not a bad drunk sexer. I'm, in fact, I'd say I'd, I was rather good. No, I'm, t- are, are you? I'm garbage. I'm, sure, yeah. <laughs> I'm garbage. I can't even get the thing bro- like, bro. But listen, let me tell you. That's my thing that you can't nut. So that's when you become the, the drillers. Yeah, no, obviously, that's the bit. Drunk. I've never had that problem, bro. I can always do that. I can nut, I can nut, <laughs> I can nut on a semi. <laughs> you can what? Yeah, I could like, But that's the drug sex. On a drug sex, I could be like, it might not be where it's supposed to be, but I could yeah. still do that. But more time, I'm just going to fall asleep, bruv. I don't even. Honestly, bruv, I'm going to be honest with you. The drinking thing, anyway, is like, I've really been questioning whether it's worth it. It's not. Because that feeling the next day for me is like, it's too much for me, bruv. I, but you know, here's the me, thing, bro. yeah. That, you see, there's. A moment, just in a good night. You see, like when you're just having a vibe outside, you're in a rave and it's a vibe and you're that perfect level of waved. Yes. That feeling is sometimes undefeated. Like, you see, like, you don't really clock it till you go to the toilet and, yeah. then, and then you're in the toilet and you think to yourself, Rad, I'm waved. 
Yeah, I know. Well, you touch your, you and touch, you literally, like, you touch yeah. a part of your face and that, and you realize, you're right, sweating, I'm yeah, you're just, like, you're just like, yeah, man's waved still, but mm. it's a vibe, and everyone's just, it's just a good vibe. Mm. I like that, and if it's one of those nights, I can sacrifice that for the next for the for my Sunday more time. Yeah, yeah except yeah. it's just when you when you drink and you don't have the greatest time. Oh no, no. that's what I don't like. I hate that. I time my drink. I know when to drink now anyway. Because see, like when you was talking about like drinking too early and then that's yeah. you that's you done. If yeah. it's a day party and it finishes at a certain time, I know what time to drink. If I'm if it's a nighttime thing, then I know and I know what time it finishes. I know what time is the best time for me to drink. I know it sounds super calculated, yeah, but it's just the best thing for me because it's like okay, yeah. cool. If the dance is finishing at four a.m., yeah. This drinking at 7 p.m. thing is not going to work for me because Mm-mm. come 11 o'clock, I might not even reach the dark. I might not even want to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you get what I'm saying? It's, bro, it's football. you got to time your runs. All right. You do not, you, you just get on the ball. Even if everyone around you is drinking, you just have a look at this pitch. Yes. And you can have, you. sometimes you know who's not going to make it. Exactly. The whole exactly. 90 minutes. You know who's not going to make it. But you time it right and you really just want to be touched just as you arrive. That's at it. This rave. That's what I'm, I'm the su- listen. Right I'm the there. substitute guy. So you put me on yeah. at the 60th minute, and I'm great. Because yeah, you know it. what it is, yeah. I, I'm on drinking at like if the dance finishes at four. So say it's like the 90 minute game, yeah. Put me on at half 12, which is like 60 minutes in, yeah. Then you'll get a good thing from With me. me. If it's a 4 a.m. rave, I prefer to start at half one because I'm a killer. I'm coming on when the when the defense is tired. Yes. <laughs> Is <he> like, like, <laughs> I got all the energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just coming on at half one. I can even start drinking then and just have a fast start if I want. But alcoholism know, might man. even peak actually once this is done. Oh, and that and porn. Oh, well, nah, nah. Porn after this is done. Let me tell oh, you something. After this is done. Oh, no, okay, after okay. this is done, yeah. I reckon my prediction is, yeah, next year, the population growth is going to be insane because oh. the amount of dick slinging that's going to be happening once this is done. Oh, my goodness, bro. Like, everyone's going to be out here on a, like, not everyone, yeah. but a yeah. lot of people are going to be out here either rekindling vibes or, um, you know, connecting with vibes that they spoke to online or whatever it may be. There's going to be a hell of a lot yeah, of that. Yeah. And also... A lot of April babies. Oh, loads of them. Yeah. And they honestly, man them, I'm going to say this as well, just so, so you know this as like, as I've told you so, not that you could do anything about it. But I'll be honest with you, there's going to be a hell of a lot of pre, um, premature ejaculation. Enough of that. What? I don't know. Sliding in for the first time after how many months? I oh don't know. It, it depends on what, if you've been watching a lot of porn. Because the thing is, if you're not careful, you can be... De- Do you know I'm on, like, a proper porn detox right now? Are you? How long have you been not watching it? Only, like, four days. Well, <laughs> 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 oh, oh, it's a long time. Like, Do you know what it is? It's- it is, it is, isn't it? It is. <laughs> it's just one of those things where you, it's like... Can I ask you a question quickly? Sorry. Yeah. Have you ever, like, gone in your bookmarks to see, like, the last... Because you know it shows you the dates. Incognito. That. Incognito. Incognito only. That's it. <laughs> oh. But yeah, this Bro, is it's good, just though. one of those things, yeah? Porn, I watched something the other day. Um, 
probably after after I watch porn. Yeah, and you see, like sometimes after you're just like, why am I doing this? Yes, you, you see what I'm saying. You just have a little convo with yourself. You're like, why am I doing this? And then I, I typed in like um, on Google. I think it was like negative impacts of porn on the brain, and I found mm -hmm. a video. So I'm watching this video now, and they're basically there's like parts of your brain that shrink when you watch too much porn or when you're watching porn regularly, it shrinks and it shrinks like your, I forgot exactly what the term was, but basically your ability to, to have like to, you watch so much porn that you're now desensitized to, to porn in the real world, not yeah. porn, but as in sex. Mm. And it doesn't like, nothing can turn you on because all you've been doing is watching Lisa Ann, Ali yeah. Hadid, all of these lot. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so, but they said it's it's repairable. Like they're saying that it has huge personality, like traits that it can give to you if you just continually watch it. It changes you physiologically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, that that makes a lot of sense. To be but honest, they said it's reversible. So if you, they say like if you can like it doesn't matter even if you've been watching porn for ten years, twice a day for like bare people have. That's a lot. That's but but I ain't gonna lie. I've watched you, I've watched a lot, but like. I'm open with talking about that, but it's not like if if let's let's be honest, yeah. Well, for me anyway, when I'm with someone, I watch it less, but I still watch it. Yeah, you get me. Yeah. If I'm not with someone, then I'm on it. Or yeah. I'll be honest as well. Sometimes when I've been in the long term, when I'm being in the long term, I have like a period where like I'm like yeah. I'm invested again. <laughs> well, do you know what it is? It's like a trap. And it like keeps bringing you back somehow. I don't understand. But it basically says that if you, even if you've watched it for 10 years, like regularly, you can undo the damage by like just not watching it for like three weeks. Okay, three weeks. That's, yeah. Yes, yeah, literally. Yeah, a few weeks. That's, that's, it's, it's hope. There's hope for us. Yes, definitely. There's hope for everyone. So I'm on day four. Do you know, on it, like that's a conversation in itself really, because you know what? It's like, for me as a big man yeah i know yeah. that i know when i'm going and i'm doing that i know what it is that i'm doing yeah yeah but also i guess this is a side conversation but there is a lot of people that are probably like, addicted to porn that would not say the word addiction yes do you get what i'm saying like they wouldn't say i'm addicted because you wouldn't want to believe that you're addicted yeah you would make an excuse yeah. For it not being an addiction, but really it is an addiction, isn't it? It's like one hundred percent. One, it's a, it's a one hundred percent an addiction. But then so, on the on the flip side of that, yeah, fuck, you just made me realise I'm addicted. Yeah, 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 yeah. And everyone who's watching has just realised they're addicted. Yeah, you know what? You fucked it. Kinda. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna make an excuse. Kinda. Yeah. But do you know what though? Like when I was younger, the um, my access to adult um, films was a lot more difficult than it is now, yeah? Yeah. So, like, for a young buck who's, like, who's got their phone in their hand, they're 13 years old and that, yeah, they could just type generic anything, things into anything. Google, sex, willy, <clears throat> vagina, whatever it is, yeah, and then see stuff. And then that is their introduction into, like, the sexual yeah. world, yeah? Which is quite a dangerous thing because if you have that addiction from that age... When you start becoming sexually active, your whole perception of sex is in a really misguided place. Yeah. 
Do you get what I'm saying? And like, you know what? It's like, I remember, I remember the first time I had sex. I spoke about that. Like, you know, when I, the first time I had sex, I could see my arse in the shadow and all of these type of things. And like, (laughs) yeah, I was in, and I like, in my head, I was like, yeah, I'm hitting it still. I remember thinking that. But you know what? Yeah. I also think that like, for how much of them are probably going to indulge in it and not even really, and not even rate it at all. Yeah. And I know that a lot of people like you speak to, especially girls. Yeah, you speak to a lot of girls, and like, there, a lot of girls will say that their first time wasn't that good, or like, was your first time? Would you say that your first time was good? No one bus, not me, not her. What did you not know that that was? Did you not know that that's what happened? Yeah, but I just could not. Jesus, crispy. <laughs> yeah, the whole what? album, the whole pretty, the whole pretty Ricky album, the whole thing. No, not. That's impressive, though, still. But you know what? I just think that a lot of them will just not even rate it because they've been going down a dark hole and um, yeah. and finding themselves watching a whole bunch of stuff um, that is far from the reality of what happens in sex, isn't it? And that, that can be... That can have a crazy effect on the young bucks, bro. Yes, 100%. 100%. And on the way you approach the opposite sex, that's the bigger issue. Oh, my... Yeah, Exactly. Because, you know, like, already there's... Recently, there's, like, big conversations about consent and stuff like that. And, like, you know, yeah. we did a podcast. I can't remember who... Me, you, and whoever was there and we was talking about consent. Oh, no. that Wait, no. That wasn't a podcast. That was when we did that thing with um, Jurex, right? And we were yes. talking about consent. Yeah, and, yeah, that. Yeah. and it was some good conversations that, like, were opened up from that. Because it was, like, certain things where, from a man's perspective, we're like, rah, like, we... Maybe we didn't look at it like that and, like... Yeah, you know, made her. We might have made her feel some type of way um, with our behaviour in that. But yeah, like a lot of young bucks will probably. Do you know what? As well, yeah. Actually, I was just having a conversation with someone else recently. Yeah, where I was like, "What is the right age or a good age to talk to a kid about sex?" What's a kid? Gonna, in, are, are you saying a kid as in like a ten year old? Okay, your 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 kids here. You got two. You got two kids yeah. here. What age do you feel that you might start talking to them about sex? I think it will change. I don't think I ever want to talk to my daughter about sex. And you leave that I to mum. I think I'm going to leave that to mum just because it's just. Because you're going like to be life, a, even before I had kids. Uh-huh. I, I feared that, and I feared this. Yeah. What I'm going to be faced with, innit? I feared it my whole life. God told me I must walk this path, so I, now I'm on this path, innit? Yeah, yeah. Um, my son, i got to get to him early enough. That's the one thing, before he figures out his source. And I have to get him early, so I'm going to have to chat to him around 10. Yeah. No, nah, mate, that's, I feel like that's That might early. be late. That might be Is late. Is it late? Yeah, that I might be late. No. Do you know when... I don't know if I want to talk to him about sex first or just about girls first. Interesting. Do you see what I'm saying? I feel like sex comes after. But for me, I can't just pop out of nowhere and just be like, right, son, today we're going to talk about Yeah, you've got a penis, bro. That team yeah, gets yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? When you <laughs> get out there, you know what I mean? You can lay. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. But. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to talk to him about girls. Like, you see, like, I feel like around those ages, you start fancying girls and having girlfriends and stuff like that in school. Mm. I'll have to get to him around that age, I think. Mm. 
Yeah, I don't know. I do you know what I I definitely haven't planned how and when I was gonna have sex education plans and talks with myself. I don't remember having any with my mum. My mum would sit there and tell me that she told me loads of things. I'm guessing she she would. She, but my mum's one of the mums where she she would tell me that she warned me about. Okay. Like some things, it just these convos never happened. Yeah, my yeah. My mum yeah. would tell. Yeah, she would just say she'll make it up in her head that she. Nah, my mum. My mum talked to me about a couple of things. My mum worked in sexual health as well, so like, um, she like she would leave condoms on my bed and flipping. yeah. But by that and point, you were. What I was age? a. I was older. Yeah, true. Exactly. Do you know what though? I say that to say this though. I think that. I think that uh, it's a benefit to talk to them early about sex. Yeah, but I also think that a big part of the conversation should actually be about curiosity. And the reason why I say that, yeah, is because a lot of the time, some people say, oh, you know what, yeah, I don't want to talk to my kids about smoking because if I talk to them about smoking, they probably just go and smoke. Mm. So really, same with sex, in it, yeah? It's like, you might think, oh, if I go and tell my daughter or my kid or whatever about sex, now they might start being curious and want to do X, Y, and Z. But I think yeah. that a big part of that conversation should be about curiosity to make them know that because you know this doesn't mean that now you should... I don't know how to articulate it, yeah? Yeah, yeah, But yeah, yeah like, now that you know yeah. this... I this can have the smoking one with my son. Wait, my daughter, I, I can't do I can't do it, innit? I'm, that's not me. I don't think I can ever have that convo with my daughter. She's going to need that, though. She's going to need it. She's going to need that man. No, she's going to need that male yeah. perspective. I think I'll only be able to have that convo with her when I'm telling her not to trust boys because boys are dickheads. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going to be able to to actually have like a sexual conversation with her. I'm go it's going to have to always be more that boy is a dickhead and if you need me to get him, I'll get him gone. Yeah, it's going sure. to be more along those kind of lines where it's going to be, I want her to read between the lines of what I'm saying. Like there'll be a hidden message yeah. And everything I say, a cryptic code. Yeah. But with my son, I can be more like, yeah, listen. It's going to be more instructions, if I'm going to be totally honest. Pretty much the same instructions I got. Don't come home with any girls pregnant early doors. That's rule number one. Before, yeah. before we even get to what sex is, I'm letting you know what, what you can't do. Before yeah. you even understand what it is. You do not bring back a pregnant lady. Yeah. You just don't. But then also the conversation of curiosity. Just because I've told you this now, <laughs> yeah. yeah, doesn't mean that now you're gonna go and slide in with no. Com you get what I'm saying? Because uh, you know, you heard it's nice and warm, and you know what I mean. Yeah. You're not allowed to do right. that. Well, yeah? listen, let's let's have a right. There's like there's dangers all round for boys and girls. I'm pissed because I've got to deal with both at some point. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, honestly, even, even, I, I you know feel what? Like... I, I, I'm more likely to have these conversations with my son after he dis not discovers what sex is, but once he's at an age where you know it's undeniable, he knows what sex is. Um, and I'll just be like, be careful, because how many how many things and isms and schisms and problems do you see? Even this week, we've seen one with footballers, and you know, like this this stuff happens all the time. And as a as a boy, you need to. Dot your eyes and cross your teeth when it comes to this kind of stuff. And as a but girl, I think also though, I think that you're, well. I think yeah, that you're sorry to cut you yeah, but I do think to play devil's advocate though, your your daughter would benefit more from someone like you talking to her about it than someone who 
has lived a straight and goody two shoes thing. Yeah, because you'll be able to give her a true understanding of certain things and the way that, like, not sex actually, but boys. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. Because I can't say to my daughter, "Listen, you're going to need to be smart." Because get me, man was laying down bad things when I was younger. You get me, so like, don't trust these. I can't. You can't sit down. You can't like sit down that. with your daughter and be like, "So this is a condom." No. What are you? <laughs> yeah, my thing is, and my thing is gonna be, listen, like, boys yeah. are wolves in sheep's clothing. You can't trust none of them. You trust me, and you trust brother. You don't trust them. You don't trust them. Don't. And you bring. And as soon as you find one you you think you can trust, you bring him home. Let me see if I can trust him. Let me interrogate. Let let your brother have a word. Like I need to know. That's the, it's it's not gonna. I can't. I'm not gonna be able to say to her stuff like, "Oh, this is the dangers," and I'm not even a type of parent that's gonna be like, "Well, when you feel like the time is right." I I can't even have that. I'm leaving yeah. that to mum. Yeah, I'm yeah, leaving yeah. that all to mum. My thing is, if you need me, I'm here. If you need to talk, we'll, I'm we'll here. talk about it. But until then, fuck boys. I'm looking for, forward to the day where I'm able to have them type of conversation. Like, I'm luckily for me, actually, I'm able to have like certain conversations with my younger brothers because they're quite a bit younger than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, you know, they know that they can ring me and chat to me about anything. And there's been a couple times yeah. when my brothers rang me on certain things. Yeah, and like, I've loved it because it's yeah. like, you know what? Bro, I like trust me, bro. You're not like that happened to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, don't, bro. Trust it's, me. It's, I know you're panicking. When it's, when it's your brother, it's nicer though because there's still, it's not dad, daughter, yeah. or dad son. It's still there's the thing. Like yeah, my, yeah. I've got a sixteen year old sister. I can't chat to her about none of this. All I can say to her is the simple. Listen, don't make me. Don't. Yeah. That is my thing. Is simple. I usually don't even finish the sentence. Don't. Don't stop. Don't make me come outside for anyone. Trust me. <laughs> so that, like, I just keep it super simple. Yeah. And she yeah. knows what that means. Yeah, of course. But one day you're and gonna, one day you're gonna need to have that. One day you're gonna. No, need to have I, that I can't. Role. That's that's my mum's role. That's my. That's even my missus's role. That's everyone else's as role. As long as the, I guess, as long as the role's me. there, as long as the role yeah. is there, then I'm here for the talk. But I don't know how to have a convo. It would be, I would. I'm not an awkward person. But trust me, I'll make that one awkward, like by accident, like as in that will be awkward. I can't just sit down and talk to my sister about sex. So how do you think, how do you talk about like what's the situation with boys? What the fuck? Do you know that's I not me. I can't. Do, like the thing is, I'm mad lucky because I could chat to my mom about anything. But with that being said, though, I just wouldn't like. I'm. I am more likely to chat to my pops about things than I would my mum, really. See, me that's that weird. Way. For me, I can probably go mum. My mum will know what, what when I'm up to my crowd or whatever it is. If shit hit the fan, I could like, if I <laughs> said to my mum, rah, like I could, all right, in oh, the no, worst, I don't, say no, in the worst case detail. scenario. Yeah, no, I'm not going into detail, but if I'm saying, yeah, man's obviously like linked up that thing, she might be pregnant. Yeah, like, I wouldn't say, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I wouldn't talk about rah, like, you know, premature ejaculation and that. Nah. You get what I'm saying? No. But yeah, you know what? Yeah. Like, say worst case scenario, rah, like, mum, I, I think I might need to go clinic because fucking... Yeah. But I think maybe that might come also from the fact that my mum worked in sexual health, though. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like With stuff like that, I would probably even... Well, yeah, not probably. I would definitely prefer to confide in, my, in a friend yeah. before I go to a parent. 
yeah. And yeah. I don't know why, because you should be able to trust him with absolutely everything. But it's just like a, a awkwardness. You, you can say to the man, then, uh, yo, I think man might got the clap still. Or, mm. You can't go home and tell that to your mum. No, no, no. No. I guess it's about the relationship you build with your thing. I think I personally... It's good think, if you can know, by the way. It's good if you can... Yeah, of course mom. it is. But I think it's always easier with same-sex things. So if a mum and a daughter and a, a son and a dad, I could yeah. be wrong, but... That's just how I see it. I would rather speak to my dad about something to do with my dick yeah. than my mum. When... <laughs> <laughs> I think, though, as for me, yeah, as I got older, I've wanted to talk more about sex with women. Because I've, I've always wanted to, like... I've always had a curiosity in, like, what they, you lot, what they talk about, to get what I'm saying, and how they feel about certain things. Because enough times, yeah... yeah we can think when we're 16, 17, 18, whatever, yeah, we have all hear all of these urban myths. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And, and take these urban myths into our sexual activities and start trying to lay down these urban myths. These times the girls like not even embracing that and then going back and telling yeah. their brethren, like, yeah, it's mad. He's, yeah, like last night he was going, I don't know what he was on, but I, you know, these times, because I'm thinking, I've heard the urban myth. And I thought that this is the... Do you get yeah, what I'm saying? That's it. If man, go in. Go left, right, left. Yeah. That, that's the promised land. Yeah, but yeah, see yeah, when nice. see when women... See, like, not when one, but see, like, when five, six, or seven say... Have, like, they all... All their opinions align on this one particular thing. Yeah. Then you know that there's that's, real substance to yeah, this because yeah, yeah, it's them. Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? So... Yeah, and, yeah it's their bodies. It's their like, bodies. for example, when they say that we're too rough. Yes. Just soften and the same way that we say they're too rough. Yeah, or too much teeth. Exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's too much teeth. Like, simi- communication. Communication is key. Oh, come on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a communicator. Anyway. <laughs> if there's too much teeth, I'm letting it be uh, politely too much teeth. Are you saying? Yeah, I might. Yeah, of course. I might just. I'm, request- do- I'm just doing this. <laughs> That's it. I'm just moving slightly just to try and change the angle. No, you just got to request a bit of slobber, that's all. You're good. But, um, did you watch, uh, did you watch, um, The Last Dance? Not all of it. Bro, it's... I've, I've watched... How far I'm are almost you? at the end. I'm now past Dennis Rodman and I'm on to... Just past Dennis Rodman. Let's talk about Dennis Rodman quickly, actually, yeah? yeah. Dennis Rodman, to me, is a man who has... Truly exercised, being a free spirit at a time yeah. where that shit wasn't even nearly cool. Yeah, not even yeah. nearly cool. Yeah, he was always just on his own. He showed up, he showed up, but when he wasn't at work, he clocked out, bro. Bro, the guy was—he's a menace. He, clocked he did out. what he did, whatever he wanted, whenever he wanted, and he would still always perform. Bro, he was just yeah. I have to—you have to rate it. And you can call it weird. It's definitely peculiar, like everything he does. Yeah. Only because to us, we can't fathom it. I would, I can't fathom having like, like painting my nails and doing the stuff. But bro, do you know, I have to rate him like one zillion percent because he just doesn't care. He's doing everything he has to do to make him happy. Yeah. Perfect. But also bro, like his behavior today really isn't that peculiar today in today's society. Because everyone... Everyone, yeah. like, this is all the conversation. Oh, you know, you should, if you want to wear a dress, wear a dress. And, yeah. you know, if you're going, like, 
why is there a yeah. section for, for men and women? It should be all yeah. together and all the colours should be mixed up and all of this yeah. stuff and we should, you know, if you yeah, want to no, do... Yeah, no, he's right. But back then, that wasn't the... Com- Bro, even yeah. dyeing your hair, you see a couple of people doing it, saw a couple of footballers here and there doing that, yeah. But he had that regular. His yeah. hair was never its true colour. His yeah. hair was yeah. just always just mad different. We Actually, we're watching that documentary, yeah, and seeing his hair colour changes... And we're not even noticing that too much. Yeah. yeah. We're not even noticing that too much. Yeah. Back then, that was like a, a peculiar thing, as you said. Yeah, he's, he's, he, he's something else. But he's a... he's a, I don't even know his sexuality. Like, I'm not sure if it's... I have no idea if it's... If his... How he acts is because he's bisexual or gay. I have no idea if he's straight or what. But he's just doing whatever he does to make yeah. him happy. Just, honestly, I think that he's probably... I think he's straight. I just think that he is just a free thinker in the sense that, like... Like, for example, obviously, we've seen him wear dresses and all these type of things. And I think that, like, you know, if... if <coughs> He seems like one of them guys where if he was having sex with a girl and, you know, a bunch of strangers, a bunch of strangers who are men decided that they wanted to come in, he would have no objections with that. So, oh, you no, know, you want some slice? You know what I mean? You got a cute ass? Yeah, yeah jump in. Yeah. You get, but that doesn't mean he's going to indulge with my man, but he's just like, you know what? Come on, if you want to... And she consents. Yeah, just, and, he seems like... Do you know what he seems like? A dangerous night out. Oh. Like if, you're with, if you're with Dennis Rodman on a night out, say goodbye to your next 36 hours. Maybe I, more. Do you know what? I, if I went out on, on a night with Dennis Rodman, I know I'd be waking up the next morning clutching my pillows, mortified. Bro, uh, I don't think you wake up the next morning. I think you go all the way through and you wake up the morning after the next. This guy is something else. Yeah, it's nuts. He's something else. Free spirit. I want to just tell you one thing that he does here because just like, uh, it's not too much of a spoiler, but <clears throat> bro, the man missed practice and they was like, where is he? Like, where is Dennis Rodman? They didn't even know where he was. Do you know where he went? Vegas. No. He went to WWE and came out with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Start smashing man's head with the chair and that. Man mispracticed, but you know what though? You know what though? He got paid 250 bags for that. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing that he was going to get a fine in it. Yeah. So he got the, the, the um, Chicago Bulls must have fined him like 50 bags or something like that. Yeah. So really, he took yeah, home, he up. Yeah, he took home yeah. 200 bags. And guess what? He turned up to the game. Of course he did. He turned up. He turned up. He didn't miss the game. He just, he just so. missed a practice session to go and do that because he clocked out. Once he clocks out, yeah. he's out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Scotty Pippen as well was another like good character. Legend. that they, Like yeah. super legend, man. I, when I was young, I always used to hear about him, but I never knew much about him like that. But it was mad to see that he was like one of the what, top five or top three rated um, players in yeah. the whole of the sport and he was being paid like less than the top 100 bro yes yeah, mad it's insane contracts huh? contracts 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 man it's a lesson I mean he got a big bag in the end I think yeah he did Um, but yeah like you just gotta be careful he had to play contract. for years though on a... signing anything that's 10 years is just a weird one because you just don't know how it's gonna pan out trust me no idea 10 years is such a long time but back then again, I guess the climate was just so different. Like, look, even when you look at um, 
music artists here. Yeah? Even back then, music <laughs> artists were signing deals for like seven, yeah. eight years. Now people are coming a bit more wiser to that and signing deals for one year, maybe two. Well, bottom or line, like optional if, stuff. But back if then, someone it came was... to me with a contract to sign ten mil over the next ten years, that's absolutely fine with me. But it's it's only bad when you look at it in comparison with what your peers are getting now. Let yes. a few years on. That's yeah, it. yeah. Um, but fucking, what was I gonna say on? Oh, even Michael Jordan wasn't getting paid hella peas, you know. Like, for what he was doing, he wasn't getting paid yeah. hella peas. Yeah, 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 exactly. But because he was making so much peas with Nike, with yeah. Nike, he was good. It was like, all right, cool. You're giving me X amount of millions. I'm not loving it, but it's all right because Nike is giving me the fucking bag. Yeah. But the Michael Jordan story, bro, is like, there were so many interesting things on it, bro. Like, even the fact that you, like, just a reminder that Nike actually isn't that old compared to exactly. the other brands. Exactly. Not that old. Yeah. And like, um, what do you call it? Uh, Converse was like the thing. Yeah. Converse was Nike. the thing. Nike wasn't Bro. the go-to. Though Nike have had a mad run. A Bro. mad run. And boy, oh boy, is Jordan had something to do with that. Bro. It's nuts. It's incredible, bruv. And like, he wasn't even to foresee that he was going to do that. But you know what? Like, just coming off the Jordans quickly, because I was my, my question actually was going to be like, did people see the Jordans as like a smash hit from the get go? But obviously they did because yeah. they sold mad like numbers Ridiculous. straight away in that, and they've consistently done that like all the way up till now, which is nuts. But um, the one thing that I found really interesting watching that documentary yeah, was the fact that like it seemed like Michael Jordan relished off negativity yeah and like thrived off doubt and like yeah. it worked out for him in a in a unbelievable one in a lifetime way but some of what he consumed yeah and the way that he used it i don't like it's mad you because know, obviously it worked out for him so it's, i can't be critical of it yeah but like i don't know if you've ever been in a in a situation where like someone has been awarded for something that you felt like you should have had or um you know someone else has got an accolade for something or you missed out on something and then you yeah. go away and you use that as a what you what you're giving them that yeah all right then cool that feel because yeah. i've had that yeah. i've had that yeah, but true. i ain't like that feeling i haven't liked it i haven't liked like now I've got some type of feelings towards you because you, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. even though it does make me, it does inspire me to do certain things. I don't love that feeling, bro. But he liked it. Yeah. I kind of like that feeling as well. Uh, it's like, I don't know. It's like a, no, like people doubting you just being an underdog and saying, fuck it. Lace up, like pull up your sleeves and do something. Yeah. I don't know. I like it. There's something satisfactory about it. It almost becomes you against the world. Some people thrive off it. Like a Marino thrives off it. Yeah. Um, and some people just not, like prefer, most people I would say prefer just a smooth sailing ride. Yeah, see, I don't, like, I don't ever want the smooth sailing because the reality is is that I do, I do, when I, certain things happen in that, I'm like, bro, one of the reasons why I started the podcast was because of that. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? But, yeah. Like, 
at, at a point, I had to let go of that feeling that I had towards that company because yeah. maybe that could have been to, to my detriment because I could have been like, if I kept holding it, then maybe I might have even have done even more bigger things. Yeah. But I don't know, like... like nah, so man. You're doing bits. You don't need, you don't need any more. Yeah. And, and the thing is, it can always pan out both ways. Like, there's bare people that have done that. All right, cool, fuck it, me against the world. And the world's just crumbled them. The world's just battered them. So it's just, it's just, it just depends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've tried to do that, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, it, yeah. and it, it just punched you, it punched you in your yeah. mat. <laughs> yeah, I hear you still. Nah, Michael Jordan oh, is a man. fucking absolute legend, bro. You know what? I watched just watching him, yeah, watching some of his clips and that. And then you look at like other ballers like Kobe, LeBron, and all of this. I don't know much about basketball, yeah. But one thing that I noticed, which is almost the same type of comparison that people use in football when they mention like Messi against other people, yeah, is mm -hmm. that like the pure difference between, say, like uh, a Michael Jordan and a Messi is that like they have such a natural gift yeah? yeah that you have other people that come along and they are sick but that sickness is uh, is down to like they've had to work super hard yes. to do that yeah. and this is not to say that they haven't worked super hard because they have yeah. but there's this 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 extra special thing yeah. that they have within it's them special. that like you there's no no matter how hard you work no matter how good you are Unfortunately, yeah. you're just not gonna be, and it's a, it's a swagger. So, for oh. example, you got Scotty Pippen, who is, in many ways, so important. In many ways, like more the most important. Same with Rodman, because they allow players like Jordan to go and like just cause mayhem and grab the front uh, the the flipping front pages of the newspaper headlines. Mm. But the source mm. that some of these lot can play with, just the knowing how to just turn a game on its head, take it, I'm winning this game, I'm doing this, I'm the star. It's special, man. There's only a few players in the world in any sport that can just dominate like that. That's only bro, a few. That's another thing as well. It's like when you watch that, yeah, and you see the amount, like the amount of times a man are getting the game-winning shot. Like, that's a like deep that yeah. for a minute, you know. Yeah. Deep that for Clutch. a minute. There is, Clutch. There is six seconds or... Four seconds on the clock. Mm -hmm. Four seconds on the clock. You need to find the yard or space, yeah, an inch, and then you've got to take that shot. Like, well, man, he fam. did it in Space Jam, bro. He did it against the Monsters. This is not a joke. He's been doing this his whole career. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's special. You're, that's what I think defines... Sick players from other sick players, from the special ones, from the world-class, elite, top of the, just top-draw players is clutch. When it yeah. actually really matters, can you make it happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I think it. that's like, I feel that's like in almost business across the board, you know? Yeah. And like pretty much any, like when, when it shit really matters, especially when shit hits the fan. You see, when yes. shit hits the fan, what are you going to do? Are you, can yeah. you stand up? Are you going to be counted? Because enough people like can't be or they don't want to be in it. They don't want. They want to celebrate when it yeah. happens. They want to celebrate in it. Because there's how much people. Yeah, see, like when someone like you know you come through and you I don't know something happens. There's a big celebration. How much people are in the celebration? 
But see, when you have a team and shit doesn't go that well, like how much people are in there like, you know what, I'm standing there next to whoever it was. And we, you know what I mean? We win together, we lost together. Enough people don't do that. Enough people, that's when people are on the phone, start talking about, ah, so-and-so should have done this and should have done that. And deep down in your heart and soul, deep down in your heart and soul, when someone wants to pass you a responsibility when shit yeah. hits the fan, you don't even want it. You're trying to yeah, pass that. Exactly. You're trying to yeah, pass yeah, yeah. that on to someone else, so yeah. that if if the ball gets dropped now, you got someone else to pass the blame on to. Do you get me? It's personality, man. It's personality traits. I feel like a lot of. I feel like a lot of sports in general, especially team sports, how you play. As will tell you a lot about your personality. So you have hard-working footballers, then you've got the swaggiest players, then you've got the ones that do all the running, the ones who are willing to sacrifice everything. Like yeah. I think a lot of it is personality. Yeah, 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 for real. Yeah, for real. It's yeah, bro, go and watch that anyway. Like, finish it because it's. Yeah, sick. I need to. I'm gonna finish it today. It's definitely, it's it, definitely man. a good documentary, boy. Are you watching anything else? Not really. Do you know what's crazy? Yeah, literally in the last couple of days, I've said to myself. I've, I've watched pretty much everything on Netflix. I've watched so much stuff, so much murder things, so much flipping series where people getting killed. I watched Gangs of London or I ain't seen all, that. All What's that kind of stuff. It's good. It's is good. it? Yeah? yeah, it's good. Watch it. What is it about? Um, kind of. <clears throat> literally, Gangs of London. Oh, okay. So it's like, like, um, I'd say like the 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 white gangsters, pinstripe suits, get yeah. your name on a piece of paper and get ready. Obviously, combine that with like. Albanians and all this, but it's, it's it is very good and it starts fast. So oh, that's mad! Actually, you know to... we when we talk about gangs of London and that, just outside of the <clears> thing, <throat> man yeah. never talk about the Albanians. You know, like, these man are shouldn't. What? Yeah, <laughs> can't <laughs> ramp with them, man. You know, <laughs> nah, nah, not what? Once. Listen, not can't ramp with the Albanians. <laughs> nope. Do you know what? I remember one time, yeah. <laughs> these um, Albanians was this was outside Elin Broadway train station, yeah. These Albanians started swinging it out with some white dons, yeah? Swinging it out. Bruv, the Albanian brother swang and missed the the white brother and punched the wall, bro. If I'm lying, I'm dying. The con- the Ross Clark cement dropped off the thing <laughs> and he carried on swinging. <laughs> and he carried on swinging. I said, yo, listen, I, I, them man there... Bro, I, I tell you another thing actually, yeah. Yatesies used to be the spot. And yeah. um one time one of the men them got into a situation with uh we didn't know I didn't know it was the Albanians. And I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I, I'm gonna be honest, I'm gonna keep it all the way funky, yeah. I didn't know it was Albanians, and two, to be honest with you, I don't condone this, but I've always been the guy that's hid by the tree and that's popped out. <laughs> And yeah, I yeah, popped yeah. up with the last minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the winner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. It. So obviously, like, and that's wrong. So I'm just letting you know that's yeah, yeah, wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I've always been that one. And then like, usually, you know, when you come back with the man name and you, everyone's talking about it or whatever. Yeah. And then and like, then right, like, like, yeah. Yeah, no, and then everyone be like, Chuck, everyone saw the last one, and then Chuck's had the last bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, boom. <laughs> I, we've gone there. I've gone there with the mindset of, cool, when we get there, I'm going to take position and see what's going on. And then I'm going to appear with the last minute. Bro. <laughs> when we turned up now, as we've got there, 
literally I've got there now. I'm, I'm expecting to just, I don't know, I'm outside Yatesies, isn't it? So I'm expecting to see whatever, isn't it? Maybe a couple of ball man or something like that. Yeah. Fam, when we got there now and the, the it was Albanians and they was already ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said, yeah, we got to get out of here. Yeah, it's time to get out of here. Yeah, it's mad. It like, it's yeah, mad. It's mad beef in there, man. Let's get out of here because... Let's get out of here because I don't know what... I didn't come here to lose my life tonight. And on yeah. top of that, on top of that, I've already seen, like, um, earlier on that year, a man's smashed and punched them. A wall. wall. I'm not... And the nah, wall crumbled. Man. And my yeah, head. Like my little head. Nah, man. Nah, yeah. fuck that. Fuck that. I've been watching all of that kind of stuff anyway. And then I decided the other day, I'm watching too much trauma. That's true. Before I go bed. Bro, everything I watch is a murder. <laughs> Some kind of mad shit. And I'm just like, oh my, what am I putting in my brain? So that's why when I got the Jordan documentary, it was a breath of fresh air. That's why I only watch sports really. Like when when football and stuff's on Ooh. and boxing, I don't really watch TV. I yeah. only really watch sports. Yeah. Um. So when I started realizing, right, man's just taking hell. Like, you see, old school, I used to, my, my brain used to be able to bounce all this stuff off me. I could see somebody get wigged. I see something mad happen to that you. I could see someone's hand get sawn off. Yeah. And it wouldn't really affect me. But now I'm like squeamish and I'm a little bit like, ugh. Yeah. Like, I just don't want to see too much pain, you get me, in my life. Nah, I hear that. I don't want to see too much trauma right now. So that's why I'm just watching that sports documentary. And then afterwards, I'm going to go and watch some other sports documentaries and stuff and just stay away from too much murders at the moment. I'm just seeing way just... And then every day there's just a new chef in the hands. It's, it's just too much to deal yeah, with. I hear that. It's yeah, just, yeah, I, right now... I'm, sometimes I'm going to bed on the wrong tone, man. I'm watching, like... Because I, I got a quite a, a, a big fascination with, like, courtrooms and shit and, like, how mm-hmm. much of a game they are. And, and um, I watch a lot of cross-examinations and all these things, yeah. And, bruv... I've been going to bed watching fucking sentences. That's it. Bruh, I'll, I'll go on YouTube and I'll just put like, it might be an hour, but like, you know, this brother, he's, he's like wigged. I don't know, yeah. he's some, like a family or some shit like that. Yeah. And then now, you know, now you've got like the witness, I mean, not the witness, like the family statements and that where the family come up <laughs> yeah. and they say, you know, you've torn my life apart, blah, blah, blah. And then later on after that, then he gets up and apologises or he talks about how, you know, the system's not fair and all of these type of things. And then after that, the judge says, yeah, all right, well, boom, you know, you was callous, you was thoughtless, and I've never seen anything. Have you noticed? Judges always say, I've never seen anything like this before in my life. Yeah, these times they saw it. They've seen bad, they saw it early into that day. Yeah. (laughs) Then all of a sudden now it's like, yeah, you've got um, 60 years for that. You've got five years for this. You got yeah. twenty five for that. You got sixteen for this. You got seventy eight for that. You got yeah, fifty two for that. this. <laughs> you want me to sleep off? I can't so sleep off. You see, man, collapse. Because you like that's bro. That's traumatic in itself. Yeah. You've got fifty eight. Yeah. You got fifty eight for this, right? So you got to get past that. <laughs> Once you get past that, you got seventeen for that. Well, this is why... But here's the thing, yeah. I'll tell you what's mad, yeah. Recently, I started watching Prison Break. I don't know why, but I've been watching Prison Break. Ain't that old school? Um, that's old school, but I never watched it at the time. And that's when I realised I was watching too much trauma because there was just bare stuff happening in it. Then I realised... Not not even realised. I remember... Like, this... I know it seems like a film, but genuinely, people break out of prisons that easy. A lot easier than that. 
What in 100%. England? In England? In England? What do you mean High Point? People, you, you can basically walk out of High Point. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear down. Serious? I swear down, man. Like man's at least known of like 10, 10 people that's just that's just walked. Bro, you can walk out of High Point. Mad. People, people get caught outside of the jail in their chicks' whips. Oh chicks. my god! No, I'm being serious. Yeah, and then they go back in. It's like they sneak back into the jail for the counts and all of that. Bro, it's like it's it, this. This it happens. Obviously, in the need to be in a like a deca or like a lower like category of of um security jail, but it's it happens. People get out of jail all the time. It's just whether it's worth it. Usually, by the time you're in the jails, that you can get out of you, there's no point because you have so little left on your sentence yeah yeah that but, there's just no point ducking do you know but what it like, is as well like there's stories like for example somebody who's got something in their cell that I know of someone who had something in their cell um, and then their cell was getting getting raided yeah mm. like, they'll let you stand on the landing whilst they, they, they search you but before they search your cell they like they'll they'll let you stand on the landing whilst they search the cell Mm. He just walked. He just because he knew what was in his cell is gonna get him an extra couple years, and he's he's a couple months away from leaving. My man just walked out of jail. That is nuts. He's still out. That is nuts, and he's still out. Yeah. He's still on road. Yeah, he's still out. Yeah. Ross Clark. Bro, this stuff happens. It's it's mad. I know it, prison break seems super far fetched, but in certain jails you can almost just leave. Let me tell you something. Yeah, obviously I ain't trying to go jail. Yeah. And if this has showed me one thing, this corona thing, it showed me that I ain't trying to even do one day in jail because, you know, staying in my yard, obviously my yard's comfortable in that. Yeah, but yeah. Like, in this scenario, it's enough for me, yeah. But let me tell you something. Like, man, like, I genuinely believe, yeah, that a lot of times there's politics in jails here and stuff like that. And it's like, it's not easy here. But fam, America... And like probably places like Brazil and shit like that are even worse than that. Yeah. But like the fucking politics in those jails and that is there's a YouTube page here yeah, called um oh, that, don't let me forget this actually. There's a YouTube page called um Fresh Out, yeah. And it's a a, br a black brother who spent ten years in jail, yeah. It's actually sick. And he goes and he just chats to man who's been in jail for like years, yeah. And like it's a lot of it's a lot about the do's and don'ts in jail and think their experiences and all of these type of things, yeah? And I've watched loads of them, yeah? And, like, when you watch them and you listen to a lot of people's experiences, you start hearing, like, a lot of the same things. So, for example, boom, yeah. you go into the jail, straight away you've got, like, certain dons in there that are just running the shits. Then you go in there and you've got to let them know immediately what you're in there for, yeah? Who yeah. you're banging with, all of these shits. It's segregated straight away. So the whites are over there, the Hispanics are over there, the blacks are over there. And even if you're cool with a white or Hispanic, or Hispanic, when shit gets cracking, you got to be with your side. And that's that. Yeah, yeah. All of that, bruv. It's fu like... Yeah, it's mad. It's mad. It's mad. It's, it's fucking mad. crazy, blood. Touchwood. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no crazy. Jail. And then also, these jails are in the middle of nowhere. They got another jail, yeah, called fucking... Was it ADE or some shit like that? Where it's like... You know Larry Hoover's there? You know Larry yeah. Hoover, the fucking yeah, yeah, drug yeah. kingpin from... Yeah. Um, I think he started the Gangster Disciples gang or whatever, yeah? Fam, like, th this jail is like a, um, a solitary confinement jail, yeah? Where it's like... It's yeah. full of still. That's it. Yeah. It's the lights on. So they don't turn the light off, yeah? 
You're in there 23 hours a day. When you come out, no one speaks to you. You're not allowed yeah. any human contact whatsoever. Man are in there not being able to speak to anyone for years. Like, that gel is there to break you as a human. Yeah, it, like, that there yeah. br- um, crushes all levels of human rights that there is. And no yeah. one can get in there. It's yeah. crazy, right. bro. It's crazy. That's nuts. Yeah, it's not. It's crazy. Um, it is what it is. I wanted to do one thing quickly. Hold on, one second. Was... I wasn't paid to do this. But I remember I was saying to you earlier on, yeah? Um, yeah. Like, sometimes people send me stuff or whatever. Some stuff is good, some, some isn't, yeah? But let me tell you something. I've been dying for, like, someone from here to come out with, like, good fragrances. Yeah, like good fragrances, isn't it? Man spending yes. peas and huh? Yeah, go on. Bruv, these man, this black ooting, I swear to you, bruv. These man came. Oh shit. These man came to my to come link me, yeah? And the only reason, if I'm being honest with you, the only reason why I ended up linking them was because someone I checked for, I'm not gonna name drop like that, but hit me and said, yo, they're so and such is trying to get through to you. So I responded to them straight away and I was like, right, cool, let me yeah, come link me or whatever. Bruv, when the man put the first thing on my wrist, I was like, yo, I'm in, bruv. I'm, it, like, yeah. I, wanted to buy, I wanted to buy something. He, man, he wouldn't let me buy nothing. But bro, there's, there's shit. Like, I'm, that's it now. Like, that's my, that's my, that's my. Yeah, do you, do you know me. what's nuts, yeah? I literally, it's funny you say that. Like, two days ago, I looked at my aftershave collection and I treat my, after, my aftershave collection usually like, like, oh, what am I wearing today? Bro, I'm down to, like, nothing. Yeah. I'm down to, like, three. Bro, uh, three check ones them that out. I don't even like. Check them out. Get, gonna, get something from Black Ood, I'm, yeah. I'm due to go and get some, get my smellies back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And last thing before you cut, yeah. Did you see the Joe, what Joe Rogan announced? That you got 100 mil. It's absolutely quality. Fam, I was thinking Spotify. to myself... Spotify, bro. Bi- listen, honorable shout out to Spotify. Like, I just thought to myself, what? Like, Joe Rogan, uh, like his numbers are insane, and I couldn't yeah. understand to begin with why he would do that. Yeah, but then I just thought, rah, like, it just shows you how serious Spotify are about. Try, like they are about dominating this space now. Yes. Do you get what I'm saying? Because yeah. they have got the biggest pod. He's the biggest podcast bro. in the world. He's the biggest. He's 100%. the biggest, bro. Like yeah. we can't see, bro. We don't. We don't even know all of this guy's numbers. But he, yeah. they're incredible, bro. There was yeah. a stat I read somewhere where he got like over a hundred million downloads in one month. Downloads in one month. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Fam, that is a the reason why I wanted to big that up here is because I just feel like that is a big look for the podcast community as a whole because yeah. this is a game changer. I just feel like it's a game changer and it's a, he's he's taking his um the YouTube side of it over there as well. That's why I say yeah. that. Oh, is it okay? His yeah, YouTube yeah, yeah. side's going over there as well. So I like, thought so because I was like 100 mil. That's a nah. He's they're taking his YouTube yeah. everything by the end of the year. Everything will just be there. Everything Perfect. will just be there. There's loads of conversations to be had in that man, and it's it's sick, bro. And I, Joe yeah, Rogan is definitely. one of the few one of the few podcasters that like that 
I, I'm inspired by purely because I just feel that in some senses I'm as cu- I'm as curious as he is and like yeah. he's been doing it for a long time but he gets to he's he's um got an access where he can reach all different types of people but there's so much stuff that he does that I would love to just naturally have conversations about because that's just how my where I'm at with it I just yeah. I know that there's a couple conversations I might he- have here that are just not popular but I have them because I just want to you yeah. know, when I started bringing yeah. Urban Finance here, it wasn't because I thought it was going to be a big hit. I just yeah. did it because I just wanted to talk to him about money and shit like that. And like, and I've always wanted to have those type of conversations with a porn star fucking... Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Um, 100%. All types of people. But yeah, man. Listen, brother. Love. Love and guidance, next The next one we may as well do it in the studio, no? Yeah, we might be back in the studio. So, I'd like to... Yeah, there's social. We can social distance in there. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, brother. Blessed. Um, Love. Look after yourself. Yeah. You too. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 